Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Do you want more romance, but chivalry seems dead? You can inspire a man to be romantic, which is a very good thing for both of you. Tune in for a fun little episode and turn up the romance in your life. Hello, everyone. This is Violet Lang. I'm an expert on love, dating, and relationships. And I want to talk tonight about romance. But I know there's a lot of women who are feeling like they don't get the level of romance that they want from their partner on an ongoing basis. So if you're in a relationship and you would like to receive more romance, then this is for you. And if you're not in a relationship, but you would also like to receive more romance, more thoughtful gestures, more chivalry, more enjoying the moment, more feeling like the goddess and queen that you are, then this is also for you. Because in many ways we have forgotten the art of romance. And it's not just men, because yes, men, we want to romance us and we want to be chivalrous, but it's also us as women. We've lost the art of inspiring great romance and inspiring these romantic gestures. And if you think about, you know, back in the day, let's say Romeo and Juliet, you know, if, if Romeo was coming to Juliet's balcony, Juliet would not have been like checking her watch and be like, you know, why aren't you here yet? Or what took you so long? Or you only sung one song? Like, what about the other songs? You know, I think as women, we're so used to meeting our own needs. We've become so good at meeting our own needs that when someone else tries to meet them, we have a lot of Uh, of input. We have a lot of feedback and we have sometimes a lot of consternation about why didn't it happen this way or what about this? It's, It's almost like we're so scared of receiving someone else meeting our needs because we can't control it that we want to push away that love and that romance and that passion that's there that wants to be expressed but that we're not in a place of receiving and we're not in a place of allowing. So if you have ever felt like you accidentally pushed away a good guy raise your hand, (laughs) raise both your hands. I've done that too. Um, I'm sure we've all done that. But someone who you could tell had a lot of potential and had a lot of heart and had a lot to offer, but you either snubbed him or pushed him away or didn't know how to receive his love or emasculated him. That's really common. And it's not your fault because a lot of the skills that we now pride in our culture, like our work ethic and leaning in and being a boss babe and getting things done, Those are awesome for many parts of your life, that level of drive, tenacity, and commitment, but it's not always super awesome for your love life. So this is actually a big problem because when we don't have passion and we don't have romance in our love life, it can start to feel super flat, like we're just roommates or we're just passing by or it's just another person to text with when we feel bored or just another person to send a funny meme. And yeah, I mean, that's a cool part of relationship too. But when I talk with women about the sort of love that they want, they almost always say that they want to feel cherished, adored, safe, taken care of, protected, inspired, you know, led on adventures, going on adventures and having someone that can really 
be their life partner. So if you want to inspire more romance, which most people do, it's not happening actually in a direct way. It's rarely by saying, you should romance me more. How come you never buy me flowers? Or, you know, you only took us to this restaurant and not to that restaurant. That is normally killing romance because one of the biggest killers of romance is judgment. So whenever we're judging the other person's efforts or then sincerity or their motivation, it can feel like it squashes the moment. So take the judgment out of the picture if you want to enjoy more romance because most people want to give from their heart and they don't want to feel like the size of their gift is being judged or compared to what someone's idea uh, what someone's idea was. Because if we think about what romance is, it's really about living purely in the moment and making as much love in each moment as possible. And when I say making love, I don't necessarily mean the passionate, intimate part, although that too. <laughs> but what I mean about romance and making art in the moment is that when we're in the moment and when we're connected more particularly to our bodies and to the five senses, we can create anything that we want. I mean, think about some of the best dates that you've ever been on in your life. What made those magical? You can type it in the chat bar or you can just think for yourself. Most often the dates that we find are the most magical are the dates where we really enjoy ourselves and get connected to our body and stay in our five senses and have an element of curiosity. So we haven't already planned out, you know, what I'm going to say when he walks me to my car or how this is going to happen or the five questions I need to ask him. It's great to vet a potential partner. You want to really understand who it is that you're getting into partnership with, but it's more important to be with the flow of energy between the two of you and really see, well, what's there? Like, is there spark? Is there chemistry? How do they respond when I'm vulnerable? How do they respond when I'm mysterious? How do they respond when I don't say anything at all? And we're just enjoying the moment together. So for all of you watching that want more romance, either in your existing partnership or you're single and you want a man to really so-called sweep you off your feet, there are lots of ways that you can inspire romance from your partner. And the number one thing is to let go of the judgment and allow yourself to receive, allow yourself to be surprised, to be delighted and allow it to be enough. So don't judge it compared to how you might meet your own need, because the way that you're going to meet your own need is of course, pretty close to accurate of what you need because you're inside your head, you're inside your body, you know exactly what you need and you know how to scratch that itch. It's kind of like if you ask someone like, Hey, will you scratch my back? It itches. You would know exactly where that was if you could reach it, but they don't know. So you're going to have to give them a little bit of feedback. Feedback does not look like comparison. Feed feedback looks like communication verbally and non-verbally of what feels good and what doesn't feel good without having to add a lot of words because no one, especially the masculine wants to be controlled. So the way that you can let go of the judgment is to come back into your body, into your heart and into your pleasure. So most of us, if you think about the things that we find romantic are deeply pleasurable, like hello, roses, chocolates, walk on the beach, um, surprise dinners, um, candlelit lovemaking. Like these are things that are in the five senses and in our body's ability to receive pleasure. So if you go into a date or go into an interaction with a man, even over text, and you are not in your pleasure brain, if you're in your sympathetic nervous system, the, the fight or flight, the go, 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 the stress, the adrenaline. If you're in that sort of place, it's going to be very hard for you to receive someone's romance, to notice the romance and to inspire more romance. Like if you saw a woman running down the street, if a man saw a woman running down the street, he would be less inclined. I'm just guessing to, to give her a flower, to pluck a flower and give it to her or to stop and give her a compliment than a woman who is slowly walking down the street 
who's maybe walking like she just had an orgasm, who is enjoying every little sight and sound and stopping to smell the roses metaphorically and literally, you know, that sort of fullness, that sort of expression and that sort of receiving of life and all the beauty of life makes someone want to give more of that, makes someone want to come towards you. It's very magnetic when a woman is in her pleasure and when she has a sense of fullness and satisfaction as is. If someone is never satisfied, it might be might be entertaining at least for a little while to try to fill their well, to try to help them feel more satisfied. But 99.9% .9 of the time, it's much more satisfying when a man can see, oh, that woman is happy. I don't have to make her happy. She's already happy. Ooh, I want to add to her happiness. How can I make her more happy? Like what else would delight and surprise her? And then it becomes really fun because there's no codependency there that your survival is based on him making you happy. Um, however, as I digress, there is an important part of making sure that you know, your man knows that you need him. And it's not a need as in like, you're going to die without him. But sometimes bringing that level of neediness in like a heart-based and body-based devotional craving sort of way can inspire the masculine to move mountains. Like if you think about all the tales of Cleopatra and queens and other people who inspired such acts of bravery from the masculine, it's typically because there was a great deal of uh, questing. <laughs> questing, not because the woman was impossible to please, although that happens too, but because there was something epic, you know, the stakes were high. Like right now in romance, the stakes are not high. Like everyone has lots of dating apps, dating profiles, you know, people that they can connect with, exes that they can talk to. The stakes are really low because it seems like there's such an abundance of, of people to interact with. But if you can think about raising the stakes in a healthy way, then it can really enliven the moment. So raising the stakes might mean putting more thought into how you dress and adorn yourself. Raising the stakes might be opening your heart and sharing some of your deepest truths without apology. You know, raising the stakes might also be being a little mysterious, being a little provocative, or taking some space and some time for yourself. So when there's no energy, there's no connection. And if you've ever, hi Misha and hi Rachel and hi Nicole, if you've ever wondered why a relationship maybe is, is not going to the place that you want it to, you've got to shift the energy. You've got to add more vitality or add more seduction or add more mystery, or just add more connection, more vulnerability, more heart-based connection. So there's infinite opportunities for romance and not only can we romance and be romanced by a partner, but we can romance ourselves. Like I have these beautiful flowers here and I bought these for myself because I love them. Now I could have just walked in and been like, boom, you know, and pick up the flowers and that would have met that need. But I wanted to seduce myself in that way. So I first looked at all of the flowers. I looked at all the different variations and colors and shapes and sizes and textures and I smelled the flowers. I'm getting happy just talking about this and I smelled the flowers and then I held a few up next to each other and tried to you know feel into which color was nicer and which like size of blossom you know was the most pleasing to me and it was an exquisite like three to five minutes in the grocery store just 
playing with the flowers and figuring out what I wanted. And so you can have that level of mythical love with yourself, of it feeling like a quest, a quest for your most pleasure, a quest for the most delight, a quest for your truest, highest self. And there's also a lot of pleasure in seeing our partner and our potential partner as the embodiment of the divine masculine in all of his faces. If I'm ever feeling that I'm being critical of Jason or that I'm not getting what I need in quotations, the fastest route is to remember that he is to me the embodiment of the divine masculine in all faces of masculinity. That is freaking humbling. That is heart opening right there to recognize that your partner or your date or the person that you're with is a representation of all men who have ever lived. Like, how could you not be endlessly curious and thrilled by that level of connection and that level of, of curiosity about that person? But too often we try to create the curiosity just through words instead of creating the curiosity through energy, through magnetism, through vibration, through different archetypes, and through allowing a partner to romance us. And Thank you, Misha, for sharing that she's practicing the mystery right now. Nicole gifts herself flowers all the time. And yes, I love doing that. I love the pleasure of it. And then allow yourself to be surprised as well, which I know you do. And I know you're, you're a goddess at doing that. You're a queen at doing that. So let me just kind of recap. If you're wanting more mystery, I'm sorry, if you're wanting more romance in your love life, <laughs> I'm just spaced out right now. If you're wanting more romance in your love life, first thing to do is remove the judgment and allow yourself to receive and allow yourself to be romanced. You know, that's the number one thing. Secondly, get into your body, which means your feminine pleasure body and your parasympathetic nervous system, the relaxation response, the part of you that slows down and takes more space and is totally connected to your five senses because that's the channel by which we typically receive romance is through the five senses and through opening our heart. And then the last thing is raising the stakes. Raise the stakes. It doesn't have to be so boring. It doesn't have to be so, what'd you do today? Good, fine, hi, how are you, blah. You know, that, that loses energy really quickly. So you can raise the stakes by bringing different energy, embodying different feminine archetypes, adding mystery, adding devotion, adding vulnerability, and being infinitely curious, seeing your partner and your potential partner as a representation of the divine masculine and all of his all of his faces and all of his sizes and all of his embodiments. Um, and that's really a gift to see your partner in that way. And then of course, for him to see you in that way, for him to see your beauty that's timeless in all of the different ways that you change and move and flow. So don't give up on romance. I know it's after Valentine's Day, but we can have romance the whole year. What if you looked at every moment as a way to practice practice romance, a way to cultivate the art of loving and the art of connecting to yourself and your pleasure, I think your whole life would change. I know that I've been on this journey for a while and I can still practice that 200 times more than I'm practicing it right now. So I'm wishing you a week of epic, delicious romance and love and pleasure and connection. And if you ever struggle with these things, like how to embody your feminine, how to invite more romance, how to get out of the logistical planning of dating and into the passion, the heart, the vulnerability, the sweetness, the surprise, then I would love to connect. We do free 45 minute breakthrough to love sessions. And that's where you can get total clarity on what might be holding you back from having that passion and and romance and connection and desire that we all want to we all want to experience this is what we live for right we don't live to just go to work we don't live to just drive our cars or text or swipe left or swipe right we live for the romance and we live for the love and i want that for you too 
Thanks for tuning in and turning on for Healthy Love. Because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free Breakthrough to Love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.